hundred-thousand times daily. Throughout the entire day and night, he would chant the sixteen names of the Hare Krishna Mattel Mantra. One should not, however, imitate Kiridisa Fakura, for no one else can chant the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra 300,000 times a day. Such chanting is for the Muktapurusa, or liberated soul. We can follow his example, however, by chanting 16 rounds of the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra on beads every day and offering respect to the Talasiplant. This is not at all difficult for anyone, and the process of chanting the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra with a vow before the Tulasi plant has such great spiritual potency that simply by doing this one can become spiritually strong. Therefore we request the members of the Hare Krishna movement to follow Hiridasa Fakura's example rigidly. Chanting 16 rounds does not take much time, nor is offering respects to the Tulasi plant difficult. The process has immense spiritual potency. One should not miss this opportunity. Text 101. Brahmana Ragdare Kare Bixandravahana Prabhav Sakala Loka Kare Pujana. Translation. For his bodily maintenance he would go to a Brahmana's house and beg some food. He was spiritually so influential that all the neighboring people worshipped him. Purport. In the days of Hiridasa Fakura, all the Brahmanas worshipped Narayana in the form of the Siligramasila. Therefore begging from a Brahmana's house meant taking Krishna Prasada, which is transcendental, Narguna. If we take food from the house of others, such as Karmas, we shall have to share the qualities of those from whom we take alms. Therefore Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu took Prasada in the houses of Vaisnavas. This is the general process. The members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement are advised not to take food from anywhere but a Vaisnava's or Brahmana's house where deity worship is performed. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu has said, Visayara Anakail Dustahaya Mana, if a devotee takes sums or food from the house of a karmi who is simply interested in money, his mind will be unclean. We must always remember that a devotee's life is one of Virajaya Vidaya, or renunciation and knowledge. Therefore all devotees are warned not to live necessarily luxurious lives at the cost of others. Grahasthas living within the jurisdiction of the temple must be especially careful not to imitate karmas by acquiring opulent clothing, food and conveyances. As far as possible, these should be avoided. A member of the temple, whether Grahastha, Brahmachari or Sannyasi, must practice a life of renunciation, following in the footsteps of Hiridasa Fakura and the six Gosvamis. Otherwise, because Maya is very strong, at any time one may become a victim of Maya and fall down from spiritual life. Text 102. Translation. A landholder named Ramakadrakan was the Zaminder of that district. He was envious of Vaisnavas and was therefore a great atheist. Text 103. Herides Lopuge, Sahit Naparitanra Atamanakarite Nana Apayakar. Translation. Unable to tolerate that such respect was being offered to Hiridasa Fakura, Ramakandra Khan planned in various ways to dishonor him. Text 104. Translation. By no means could he find any fault in the character of Hiridasa Fakura. Therefore he called for local prostitutes and began a plan to discredit his holiness. PURPORT This is typical of atheistic men, but even among so-called religionists, Santas, mendicants, Sannyasis and Brahmacharas, there are many enemies of the Krishna consciousness movement who always try to find faults in it, not considering that the movement is spreading automatically by the grace of Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, who wanted it spread all over the world, in every town and village. We are trying to fulfill the Lord's desire, and our attempt has become fairly successful, but the enemies of this movement unnecessarily try to find faults in it, exactly like the old rascal Ramakandra Khan, who opposed Hiridasa Fakura. Text 105. Vesayagane Translation. Ramakandra Khan said to the prostitutes, There is a mendicant named Hiridasa Fakura. All of you devise a way to deviate him from his vows of austerity. PURPORT Devotional service is the path of Virajaya Vidaya, renunciation and knowledge. Hiridasa Fakura was following this path, but Ramakandra Khan planned to induce him to break his vows. Renunciation means renunciation of sensual pleasure, especially the pleasure of sex. 
Therefore Brahmachari, Sannyasi or Vanaprastha is strictly prohibited from having relationships with women. Hiridasafakura was strictly renounced, and thus Ramakandrakan called for prostitutes, because prostitutes know how to break a man's vow of celibacy by their feminine influence and thus pollute a mendicant or a person engaged in devotional life. It was impossible for Ramakandrakan to induce any other women to break Hiridasafakura's vow, and therefore he called for prostitutes. Free mingling with women has never been possible in India, but for one who wanted to associate with society girls, they were available in a district of prostitutes. There were prostitutes in human society even in Lord Krishna's time, for it is said that the prostitutes of Dvaraka city came forth to receive the Lord. Although they were prostitutes, they were also devotees of Krishna. Text 106. Vesayaganaman Hayika Sundari Yuvati Sake. Translation. Among the prostitutes, one attractive young girl was selected. I shall attract the mind of Hiridasafakura, she promised, within three days. Text 107. Translation. Ramakandrakan said to the prostitute, My constable will go with you, so that as soon as he sees you with Hiridasafakura, immediately he will arrest him and bring both of you to me. Text 108. Vesayaka, more Translation. The prostitute replied, First let me have union with him once, then the second time I shall take your constable with me to arrest him. Text 109. Retrikale Sei Vesaya Suvisa Diriya Haridasara Vasaya Jela Lasadahana. Translation. At night the prostitute, after dressing herself most attractively, went to the cottage of Hiridasafakura with great jubilation. Text 110. Tulasi Namaskari Haridasara Gvaryana Gasanayar Namaskari Ravila Damdana. Translation. After offering obeisances to the Tulasi plant, she went to the door of Hiridasafakura, offered him obeisances and stood there. Text 111. Translation. Exposing part of her body to his view, she sat down on the threshold of the door and spoke to him in very sweet words. Text 112. Fakura, Tumi, Paramasandara, Prathama Yavanatoma Dekhi Kanari Darite Paramana. Translation. My dear Fakura, O great preacher, great devotee, you are so beautifully built, and your youth is just beginning. Who is the woman who could control her mind after seeing you? Text 113. Translation. I am eager to be united with you. My mind is greedy for this. If I don't obtain you, I shall not be able to keep my body and soul together. Text 114115. Translation. Hiridasafakura replied, I shall accept you without fall, but you will have to wait until I have finished chanting my regular rounds on my beads. Until that time, please sit and listen to the chanting of the holy name. As soon as I am finished, I shall fulfill your desire. Text 116. Translation. Hearing this, the prostitute remained sitting there, while Hiridasafakura chanted on his beads until the light of morning appeared. Text 117. Translation. When she saw that it was morning, the prostitute stood up and left. Coming before Ramakandrakan, she informed him of all the news. Text 118. Translation. Today Hiridasafakura has promised to enjoy with me. Tomorrow certainly I shall have union with him. Text 119. Translation. The next night, when the prostitute came again, Hiridasafakura gave her many assurances. Text 120. Translation. Last night you were disappointed. Please excuse my offense. I shall certainly accept you. 
Text 121. Tabat Ivan Vasisun Translation. Please sit down and hear the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra until my regular chanting is finished. Then your desire will surely be fulfilled. Text 122. Tala Tank Vasai and the Master are carried there Vasi Namasun Bulahari backquotes Hari. Translation. After offering her obeisances to the Tulasi plant and Hiridasa Fakura, she sat down at the door. Hearing Hiridasa Fakura chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra, she also chatted, Oh my Lord Harry, oh my Lord Harry. Purport. Herein one can clearly see how a Vaisnava delivers a fallen soul by a transcendental trick. The prostitute came to pollute Hiridasa Fakura but he took it as his duty to deliver the prostitute. As clearly. Demonstrated here, the process of deliverance is very simple. With faith and reverence the prostitute associated with Hiridasa Fakura, who personally treated her material disease by chanting the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra. Although the prostitute had an ulterior motive, somehow or other she got the association of a Vaisnava and satisfied him by occasionally chanting in imitation, Oh my Lord Harry, Oh my Lord Harry. The conclusion is that associating with a Vaisnava, chanting the holy name of the Lord and offering obeisances to the Tulasi plant or a Vaisnava all lead one to become a transcendental devotee who is completely cleansed of all material contamination. Text 123. Translation. When the night came to an end, the prostitute was restless. Seeing this, Hiridasa Fakura spoke to her, as follows. Text 124. Cease. Translation. I have vowed to chant ten million names in a month. I have taken this vow, but now it is nearing its end. Purport. If one regularly chants 333,333 times daily for a month and then chants one time more, he will thus chant 10 million times. In this way a devotee worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such worship is called Yajna. Yajna Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Hisomentasa, those whose intelligence is brilliant accept this Harinama Yajna, the Yajna of chanting the holy name of the Lord. By performing this yajna, one satisfies the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus attains perfection in spiritual life. According to external vision, Hiridasa Fakura belonged to a Mohammedan family. Nevertheless, because he engaged himself in performing the yajna of chanting the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra, he became a regularly initiated Brahmana. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 3.33.6, Yan, Namab Yasravan Anakirdan and Yat Pravan and Yat Smaran and Apit Vasitsvad Api Sadaya Savanaya Kalpat Kutah Punis Tabagavan Nu Darsanat, even if a devotee comes from a family of dog eaters, if he surrenders to the personality of Godhead he immediately becomes a qualified Brahmana and is immediately fit to perform Yajna, whereas a person born in a family of Brahmanas has to wait until completing the reformatory processes, before he may be called Samskrita, purified. It is further said in Srimad Bhagavatam, 12.1.42, a Samskrita kriya hina rajasatamasavrata prajastabaksayisayantimlekarajanairupina in the age of Kali, Mlekas, or low-born people who have not undergone the purifying process of Samskara, who do not know how to apply that process in actual life and who are covered by the modes of passion and ignorance, will take the posts of administrators. They will devour the citizens with their atheistic activities. A person who is not purified by the prescribed process of samskara is called a samskrita, but if one remains kriyahina even after being purified by initiation, in other words, if one fails to actually apply the principles of purity in his life, he remains an unpurified mleka or yavana. On the other hand, we find that Hiridasa Fakura, although born in a Mleka or Yavana family, became Namakariya Hiridasa Fakura, because he performed the Nama Yajna a minimum of 300,000 times every day. Herein we find that Hiridasa Fakura strictly followed his regulative principle of chanting 300,000 times. Thus, when the prostitute became restless, he informed her that first he had to finish his chanting and then he would be able to satisfy her. Actually Hiridasa Fakura chanted the holy name of the Lord for three nights continuously and gave the prostitute a chance to hear him. Thus she became purified, as will be seen in the following verses. Text 125. 
Translation. I thought that today I would be able to finish my performance of Yajna, my chanting of the Hare Krishna Mantra. I tried my best to chant the holy name all night, but I still did not finish. Text 126. Translation. Tomorrow I will surely finish, and my vow will be fulfilled. Then it will be possible for me to enjoy with you in full freedom. Purport. Hiridasa Fakura never wanted to enjoy the prostitute, but he tricked her to deliver her by giving her a chance to hear the holy name of the Lord, while he chanted. Pure devotees chant the Hare Krishna Mantra, and simply by hearing this chanting from a purified transcendental person, one is purified of all sinful activities, no matter how lowborn or fallen one may be. As soon as one is thus completely free from the reactions of sinful activities, he is eligible to render devotional service to the Lord. This is the process for engaging the fallen souls in devotional service. As Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, 7.28, Yesam tisvantagadam patam jananam punaya karmanam tedvandvam ovanarmukta bhajant mandradhavradah Persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life, whose sinful actions are completely eradicated and who are freed from the duality of delusion, engage themselves in my service with determination. Text 127 Vesaya Jaya Samakura Kanir Kahila Eridina Sandhya Hai Fakura Feniela. Translation. The prostitute returned to Ramakandra Khan and informed him of what had happened. The next day she came earlier, at the beginning of the evening, and stayed with Hiridasa Fakura. Text 128. Tula Saik, Fakura Vervasi Namasun, Bail Backquote Harry Backquote Harry. Translation. After offering obeisances to the Tulasi plant and Hiridasa Fakura, she sat down on the threshold of the room. Thus she began to hear Hiridasa Fakura's chanting, and she also personally chanted Hari, Hari, the holy name of the Lord. Text 129. Translation. Today it will be possible for me to finish my chanting, Hiridasa Fakura informed her. Then I shall satisfy all your desires. Text 130. Kirtanakaritashratrisisahalafakurasainvisairahmanafirijela. Translation. The night ended, while Hiridasafakura was chanting, but by his association the mind of the prostitute had changed. Text 131. Translation. The prostitute, now purified, fell at the lotus feet of Hiridasa Fakura and confessed that Ramakandra Khan had appointed her to pollute him. Text 132. Vesaya Translation. Because I have taken the profession of a prostitute, she said, I have performed unlimited sinful acts. My lord, be merciful to me. Deliver my fallen soul. Text 133. Fakura K, Kanarakatha Saba Ami Jani Ajna Murkhaseti, Ter Dukhanadhi Mani. Translation. Hiridasa Fakura replied, I know everything about the conspiracy of Ramakandra Khan. He is nothing but an ignorant fool. Therefore his activities do not make me feel unhappy. Text 134. Translation. On the very day Ramakandra Khan was planning his intrigue against me, I would have left this place immediately, but because you came to me I stayed here for three days to deliver you. Text 135. Translation. The prostitute said, Kindly act as my spiritual master. Instruct me in my duty by which to get relief from material existence. Text 136. Translation. Hiridasa Fakura replied, Immediately go home and distribute to the Brahmanas whatever property you have. Then come back to this room and stay here forever in Krishna consciousness. Purport. Hiridasa Fakura's instruction that the prostitute should distribute to the Brahmanas all the property she had at home is very significant. 
Hiridasafakura never advised the prostitute to give charity to the so-called Daradranarayana, Pornarayana, or any other such persons. According to Vedic civilization, charity should be given only to the qualified Brahmanas. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 18.42, Samodamas Takasakam. Xantirajavam eva kajnanam vijnanamastikayam brahmakarmas vasbhavajam The Brahminical qualifications are truthfulness, control of the senses and mind, tolerance, simplicity, knowledge, practical application of transcendental knowledge in one's life, and full faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Persons engaged in pursuing spiritual understanding have no time to earn their livelihood. They depend completely on the mercy of the Lord, who says in Bhagavad Gita, 9.22, that he personally carries to them all their necessities, atom. The Vedic civilization recommends that one give charity to Brahmanas and Sannyasas, not to the so-called Daradra Narayana. Narayana cannot be Daradra, nor can Daradra be Narayana, for these are contradictory terms. Atheistic men invent such concoctions and preach them to fools, but charity should actually be given to Brahmanas and Sannyasas, because whatever money they get they spend for Krishna. Whatever charity one gives to a Brahmana goes to Krishna, who says in Bhagavad Gita, 9.27, Yat Kirosi Yad Asnasi Yaj Jayuhosi Datasi Yad Yat Tapasiasi Kanti Atat Kirusvamadarpanam. O son of Kunti, all that you do, all that you eat, all that you offer and give away, as well as all austerities that you may perform should be done as an offering unto me. Everything actually belongs to Krishna, but so-called civilized men unfortunately think that everything belongs to them. This is the mistake of materialistic civilization. The prostitute, Vesaya had earned money by questionable means, and therefore Hiridasafakura advised her to distribute to the Brahmanas whatever she possessed. When Srila Rupadasvami retired from family life, he distributed 50% of his income to the Brahmanas and Vaisnavas. A Brahmana knows what the Absolute Truth is, and a Vaisnava, knowing the Absolute Truth, acts on behalf of the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Generally one earns money by many questionable means. Therefore at some time one should retire and distribute whatever one has to the Brahmanas and Vaisnavas who engage in devotional service by preaching the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Text 137. Nirantara Namalau, Karatulasi Savanna Asurat Pibtab Krishnara Kirana. Translation. Chant the Hare Krishna Mantra continuously and render service to the Tulasi plant by watering her and offering prayers to her. In this way you will very soon get the opportunity to be sheltered at the lotus feet of Krishna. PURPORT At least 5,000 years ago, Lord Shri Krishna expressed his desire that everyone surrender to him, Sarvadharman Paritayajaya Man Ekam Saranam Graja. Why is it that people cannot do this? Krishna assures, Atam Vam Sarvapapadhyomaksayisayami Masuka, I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. Everyone is suffering from the results of sinful activities, but Krishna says that, if one surrenders unto him, he will protect one from sinful reactions. Modern civilization, however, is interested neither in Krishna nor in getting relief from sinful acts. Therefore men are suffering. Surrender is the ultimate instruction of Bhagavad Gita, but for one who cannot surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna, it is better to chant the Hare Krishna mantra constantly, under the instruction of Hiridasafakura. In our Krishna consciousness movement we are teaching our followers to chant the Hare Krishna mantra continuously on beads. Even those who are not accustomed to this practice are advised to chant at least 16 rounds on their beads, so that they may be trained. Otherwise, Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu recommended, Trinad Apisunasina Tarar Apisahisnuna Amanina Mamadina Kirtanaya Sadaharah One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. One should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respect to others. In such a state of merit one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. Sada means always. Hiridasafakura says, Nirantara Namalau, chant the Hare Krishna mantra without stopping. Although Krishna wants everyone to surrender to his lotus feet, because of people's sinful activities they cannot do this. Namam discretino mudha, prapadayant nirantamah, rascals and fools, the lowest of men, who engage in sinful activities cannot suddenly surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. 
Nevertheless, if they begin chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra and rendering service unto the Tulasi plant, they will very soon be able to surrender. One's real duty is to surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna, but if one is unable to do so, he should adopt this process, as introduced by Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu and his most confidential servant, Namakaraya Srila Hiridasa Fakura. This is the way to achieve success in Krishna consciousness. Text 138. Translation. After thus instructing the prostitute about the process of chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra, Hiridasa Fakura stood up and left, continuously chanting Hari, Hari. Text 139. Tibsa Translation. Thereafter, the prostitute distributed to the Brahmanas whatever household possessions she had, following the order of her spiritual master. Purport. Sometimes the word Grahavrati is substituted for the word Grahavina. Vrati means profession. The Grahavrati of the prostitutes was to enchant foolish people and induce them to indulge in sex. Here, however, Grahavrati is not a suitable word. The proper word is Grahavina, which means all the possessions she had in her home. All the girl's possessions had been earned by professional prostitution and were therefore products of her sinful life. When such possessions are given to Brahmanas and Vaisnavas who can engage them in the service of the Lord because of their advancement in spiritual life, this indirectly helps the person who gives the charity, for he is thus relieved of sinful reactions. As Krishna promises, Atam Vam Isayami, I shall save you from all sinful reactions. When our Krishna conscious devotees go out to beg charity or collect contributions, in the form of membership fees, the money thus coming to the Krishna Consciousness Movement is strictly employed to advance Krishna Consciousness all over the world. The Krishna Conscious devotees collect the money of others for the service of Krishna, and they are satisfied with Krishna's prasada and whatever he gives them for their maintenance. They do not desire material comforts. However, they go to great pains to engage the possessions of prostitutes, or persons who are more or less like prostitutes, in the service of the Lord and thus free them from sinful reactions. A Vaisnava guru accepts money or other contributions, but he does not employ such contributions for sense gratification. A pure Vaisnava thinks himself unfit to help free even one person from the reactions of sinful life, but he engages one's hard-earned money in the service of the Lord and thus frees one from sinful reactions. A Vaisnava guru is never dependent on the contributions of his disciples. Following the instructions of Hiridasa Fakura, a pure Vaisnava does not personally take even a single paisa from anyone, but he induces his followers to spend for the service of the Lord whatever possessions they have. Text 140. Translation. The prostitute shaved her head clean in accordance with Vaisnava principles and stayed in that room wearing only one cloth. Following in the footsteps of her spiritual master, she began chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra 300,000 times a day. She chanted throughout the entire day and night. Text 141. Tulasi Savanakar, Karvana, Apavasa Indriya Manahela, Premara Prakasa. Translation. She worshipped the Tulasi plant, following in the footsteps of her spiritual master. Instead of eating regularly, she chewed whatever food she received as ums, and if nothing was supplied she would fast. Thus by eating frugally and fasting she conquered her senses, and as soon as her senses were controlled, symptoms of love of God had appeared in her person. Text 142. Translation. Thus the prostitute became a celebrated devotee. She became very advanced in spiritual life, and many stalwart Vaisnavas would come to see her. Purport. Stalwart, highly advanced Vaisnava devotees are not interested in seeing prostitutes, but when a prostitute or any other fallen soul becomes a Vaisnava, stalwart Vaisnavas are interested in seeing them. Anyone can be turned into a Vaisnava, if he or she follows the Vaisnava principles. A devotee who follows these principles is no longer on the material platform. Therefore, it is one's strict adherence to the principles that should be considered, not the country of one's birth. Many devotees join our Krishna Consciousness Movement from Europe and America, 
but one should not therefore consider them European Vaisnavas or American Vaisnavas. A Vaisnava is a Vaisnava and should therefore be given all the respect due a Vaisnava. Text 143. Translation. Seeing the sublime character of the prostitute, everyone was astonished. Everyone glorified the influence of Hiridus Afakura and offered him obeisances. Purport. It is said, Felina Parasiate, one is recognized by the result of his actions. In Vaisnava society there are many types of Vaisnavas. Some of them are called Gosvamas, some are called Svamas, some are Prabhas, and some are Prabhupada. One is not recognized, however, simply by such a name. A spiritual master is recognized, as an actual guru, when it is seen, that he has changed the character of his disciples. Hiridus Afakura actually changed the character of the professional prostitute. People greatly appreciated this, and therefore they all offered obeisances to Hiridus Afakura and glorified him. Text 144. Translation. By inducing a prostitute to disturb Hiridus Afakura, Ramakandrakan caused a seed of offense at his lotus feet to germinate. This seed later became a tree, and when it fructified, Ramakandrakan ate its fruits. Text 145. Suna, Bhaktagana. Translation. This offense at the lotus feet of an exalted devotee has resulted in a wonderful narration. Taking advantage of the opportunity afforded by these incidents, I shall explain what happened. Oh devotees, please listen. Text 146. Translation. Ramakandrakan was naturally a non-devotee. Now, having offended the lotus feet of Hiridus Afakura, he became just like a demoniac atheist. Text 147. Vaisnava Dharma Nindakar, Vaisnava Atamana Bahudinara Aparanha Pala Pirinama. Translation. Because of blaspheming the cult of Vaisnavism and insulting the devotees for a long time, he now received the results of his offensive activities. Purport. Ramakandrakan was a great offender at the lotus feet of the Vaisnavas and Visnu. Just as Ravana, although born of a Brahmana father, Visvasrava, was nevertheless called Anushura or Raksasa because of his offenses against Lord Ramakandra, Visnu, and Hanuman, a Vaisnava, so Ramakandrakan also became such an Ashura because of his offenses against Hiridus Afakura and many others. Text 148. Matayananda Translation. When Lord Matayananda returned to Bengal to preach the cult of Bhakti, love of Godhead, he began touring all over the country. Text 149. Brahmana. Translation. For two purposes, to spread the cult of Bhakti and to defeat and subdue the atheists, Lord Matayananda, the most dedicated devotee of the Lord, moved throughout the country. Purport. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 4.8, Paratranaya Sanhunan Vanasaya Kaduskritam Dharmasam Sthapanartheasam Havami Yujuj Lord Krishna appears in every millennium for two purposes, namely to deliver the devotees and kill the non-devotees. His devotees also have two similar purposes, to preach the Bhakti cult of Krishna consciousness and defeat all kinds of agnostics and atheistic demons. Matayananda Prabhu carried out the order of Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu in this way, and those who strictly follow Matayananda Prabhu perform the same activities. There are two classes of devotees. One is called Gosthayanandi, and the other is called Bhajananandi. A devotee who does not preach but always engages in devotional activities is called a Bhajananandi, whereas a devotee who not only is expert in devotional service but who also preaches the cult of Bhakti and defeats all kinds of agnostics is called a Gosthayanandi. Text 150. Sarvajnanatayananda Vasila Durgamanda Prepare. Translation. Lord Matayananda, who is omniscient, because he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, came to the house of Ramakandrakan and sat down on the altar of the Durga Mandapa. Purport. Well-to-do Hindu gentlemen constructed their houses with a place called the Durga Mandapa for the worship of the goddess Durga. There they generally held worship of the goddess every year in the month of Asvina, October. Ramakandrakan possessed such a Durga Mandapa at his residence. 
Text 151. Anika Translation. When the Durga Mandapur and courtyard were filled with crowds of men, Ramakandra Khan, who was inside the house sent his servant to Lord Natayananda. Purport. In those days, and also even now, the palatial buildings of respectable people, especially in the villages of Bengal, were divided into two parts. The inside part was especially urgent for the family, and the ladies would lie there unexposed to men. That part was called the Bati, or inside house. In the outside house, or Bahirbati, the respectable gentleman received visitors and kept his business office. The Durgamandapa would be part of the outside house. Thus when Lord Matayananda entered the outside house, Ramakandra Khan was in the inside house with the members of his family. When Matayananda Prabhu arrived, Ramakandra Khan did not receive him personally but sent his servant to inform him indirectly to go away. Text 152. Semaka Bale, Gosani, Translation. The servant informed Lord Matayananda, My dear sir, Ramakandra Khan has sent me to accommodate you in some common man's house. Text 153. Translation. You might go to the house of a milkman, for the cowshed is spacious, whereas the space here in the Durgamandapur is insufficient, because you have many followers with you. Text 154. Bitter Achilla, Suni Krodhada Hirala Adhasi Gosani Kahit Lajala. Translation. When Matayananda Prabhu heard this order from the servant of Ramakandra Khan, he became very angry and came out. Laughing very loudly, he spoke, as follows. Text 155. Translation. Ramakandra Khan has spoken rightly. This place isn't fit for me. It is fit for cow-killing meat-eaters. Text 156. Translation. Having said this, Lord Matayananda stood up and left in an angry mood. To chastise Ramakandra Khan, he did not even stay in that village. Text 157. Translation. Ramakandra Khan ordered the servant to dig up the dirt in the place where Natayananda Prabhu had Saturday. Text 158. Translation. To purify the Durgamandapa temple and the courtyard, Ramakandra Khan sprinkled and smeared it with water mixed with cow dung, but still his mind wasn't satisfied. Text 159. Translation. Ramakandra Khan's business was questionable, for he tried to avoid paying income tax to the government. Therefore the government's minister of finance was angry and came to his residence. Text 160. As he said, Translation. The Mohammedan minister made his residence in the Durgamandapur of Ramakandra Khan. He killed a cow and cooked the meat at that very place. Text 161. Translation. He arrested Ramakandra Khan, along with his wife and sons, and then he continuously plundered the house and village for three days. Text 162. Translation. In that very room he cooked the flesh of a cow for three consecutive days. Then the next day he left, accompanied by his followers. Text 163. Translation. The Mohammedan minister took away Ramakandra Khan's position, wealth and followers. For many days the village remained deserted. Text 164. Translation. Wherever an advanced devotee is insulted, for one man's fault the entire town or place is afflicted. Text 165. Translation. Hiridasafakura walked until he came to the village known as Kandapura. 
There he stayed at the house of Balarabhakaraya. Purport. The village of Kandaspura is situated near the confluence of the rivers Dangs and Yamuna at Saptagrama in the district of Hagli. Kandaspura is just east of the house of the two brothers Hiraniya and Gavardhana, the father and uncle of Raghunathadasagasvami. In Kandaspura lived Balarabhakaraya and Yududandana Akaraya, the priests of these two personalities, and when Hiridasafakura went there he lived with them. Srila Bhaktisadhanta Sirasvati Fakura says that the name of this village was later changed to Krishnapura. Text 166. Hiraniya, Tanra. Translation. Hiraniya and Gavardhana were the two governmental treasurers in that division of the country. Their priest was named Balarabhakaraya. Purport. The word Majumadara refers to a treasurer who keeps accounts of revenue. Text 167. Haridasara Krapatra, Tate Translation. Balarabhakaraya, being favored by Haridasafakura, was very attached to him. Therefore he kept Haridasafakura in the village with great care and attention. Text 168. Narjana Translation. In the village, Hiridasafakura was given a solitary thatched cottage, where he performed the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mata Mantra he accepted Prasada at the house of Balarabhakaraya. Text 169. Translation. Raghunathadasa, who was the son of Hiraniya Majumadara and was later to become Raghunathadasagasvami, was at that time a boy engaged in study. He came to see Hiridasa Fakura daily. Text 170. Hiridasa Kripakartanhiraparsekripabakwotkiranahalakatanayapaber. Translation. Naturally Hiridasa Fakura was merciful toward him, and because of the merciful benediction of this Valsnava, he later attained the shelter of Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's lotus feet. Text 171. Tatanyeshala Haridasara Madhimakathana Vyakhyana, Adbudakathasuna, Bhaktagana. Translation. At the residence of Hiraniya and Gavardhana, discourses took place by which Hiridasafakura was glorified. O oh, devotees, please listen to that wonderful story. Text 172. Ekadina Translation. One day Balarabhakariya requested Hiridasafakura with great humility to come to the assembly of the Majumadaras, Hiraniya and Gavardhana. Thus Balarabhakariya went there with Hiridasafakura. Text 173. Fakura Dekhi Dubekela Samana. Translation. Seeing Hiridasafakura, the two brothers immediately stood up and fell at his lotus feet. Then with great respect they offered him a place to sit. Text 174. Anika Pandita Sabhaya, Brahmana, Sajjana Dubhaya Translation. In that assembly were many learned scholars, Brahmanas and respectable gentlemen. The two brothers Hiraniya and Gavardhana were also greedy I learned. Text 175. Translation. Everyone there began to speak of Hiridasafakura's great qualities, as if they had five mouths. Hearing this, both brothers were extremely happy. Text 176. Translation. It was mentioned in the assembly that Hiridasafakura chanted the holy names of Krishna 300,000 times a day. Thus all the learned scholars began to discuss the glories of the holy name. Text 177. Translation. Some of them said, by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is freed from the reactions of all sinful life. Others said, simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, a living being is liberated from material bondage. Text 178. Hiridasakahina, Namara Edufelanaya Namara Fail Krasnapade Pramatapajaya. Translation. Hiridasafakura protested, these two benedictions are not the true result of chanting the holy name. By actually chanting the holy name without offenses, one awakens his ecstatic love for the lotus feet of Krishna. Text 179. 
Translation. Backquote. When a person is actually advanced and takes pleasure in chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is very dear to him, he is agitated and loudly chants the holy name. He also laughs, cries, becomes agitated and chants just like a madman, not caring for outsiders. Purport. For an explanation of this verse, SB 11.2.40, one may consult Chapter 7, Text 94, of the Adilila. Text 180. Anasangika Translation. Liberation and extinction of the reactions of sinful life are two concomitant byproducts of chanting the holy name of the Lord. An example is found in the gleams of morning sunlight. Text 181. Translation. Backquote. As the rising sun immediately dissipates all the world's darkness, which is deep like an ocean, so the holy name of the Lord, if chanted once without offenses, can dissipate all the reactions of a living being's sinful life. All glories to that holy name of the Lord, which is auspicious for the entire world. Purport. This verse is found in the Pandiavali, 16. Text 182. Translation. After reciting this verse, Hiridus of Akira said, O learned scholars, please explain the meaning of this verse. But the audience requested Hiridus of Akira, it is better for you to explain the meaning of this important verse. Text 183. Hiridisa Kahina, Yeshirira Udeha Udeha Madhahit Aram Tamara Hayakseya. Translation. Hiridisa Fakura said, as the sun begins to rise, even before visible it dissipates the darkness of night. Text 184. Kora Pratarakasa Udeha Hili Dharma Karma Adipirakasa. Translation. With the first glimpse of sunlight, fear of thieves, ghosts and demons immediately disappears, and when the sun is actually visible, everything is manifest, and everyone begins performing his religious activities and regulative duties. Text 185. Translation. Similarly, the first hint that offenseless chanting of the Lord's holy name has awakened dissipates the reactions of sinful life immediately. And when one chats the holy name offenselessly, one awakens to service in ecstatic love at the lotus feet of Krishna. Text 186. Translation. Liberation is the insignificant result derived from a glimpse of awakening of offenseless chanting of the holy name. Text 187. Translation. Backquote. While dying, Ajamila chanted the holy name of the Lord, intending to call his son Narayana. Nevertheless, he attained the spiritual world. What then to speak of those who chant the holy name with faith and reverence? Purport. This is a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, 6.2.49. Text 188. Translation. Liberation, which is an acceptable for a pure devotee is always offered by Krishna without difficulty. Text 189. Translation. Backquote My devotees do not accept Salakaya, Sarsti, Sarupaya, Samipaya, or Oneness with me, even if I offer these liberations, in preference to serving thee. PURPORT This verse is spoken by Lord Kapila, an Avedra of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in Srimad Bhagavatam, 3.29.13. Text 190. Backquote Gopala Kakravardi Nama Ikajana Majumadera Ragdare Sei Arinda Pranhana. Translation. At the house of Hiraya and Gavardhana Majumadara, a person named Gopala Kakravarti was officially the chief tax collector. Text 191. Bear. Translation. This Gopala Kakravarti lived in Bengal. His duty, as chief tax collector, was to collect 1,200,000 coins to deposit in the treasury of the emperor. 
Text 192. Paramisandara, Pandita, Nutana Yavana Namam Pace Backquotes Bhakti Suni Nadhila Sahana. Translation. He had handsome bodily features, and he was learned and youthful, but he could not tolerate the statement that simply by glimpsing the awakening of the Lord's holy name one can attain liberation. Purport. Vaisnavas strictly follow the directions of the Sastras regarding how one can be liberated simply by a slight awakening of pure chanting of the holy name. Mayavidus cannot tolerate the statements of the Sastras about how easily liberation can be achieved, for, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, 12.5, Klesadhikaratatasamavayaktasaktasadism, impersonalists must work hard for many, many births, and only then will they perhaps be liberated. Vaisnavas know that simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord offenselessly, one achieves liberation as a byproduct. Thus there is no need to endeavor separately for liberation. Srila Bhulvamangala Fakura has said, Liberation stands at one's door, ready to render any kind of service, if one is a pure devotee with unflinching faith and reverence. This the Mayavidus cannot tolerate. Therefore the Arenda Pranhana, chief tax collector, although very learned, handsome and youthful, could not tolerate the statements of Hiridasa Fakura. Text 193. Translation. This young man, Gopala Kakravarti, became very angry upon hearing the statements of Hiridasa Fakura. He immediately criticized him. O assembly of learned scholars, he solved, just hear the conclusion of the emotional devotee. Text 194. Translation. After many millions upon millions of births, when one is complete in absolute knowledge, one still may not attain liberation, yet this ma says that one may attain it simply by the awakening of a glimpse of the holy name. Text 195. Translation. Hiridasa Fakura said, Why are you doubtful? The revealed scriptures say that one can attain liberation simply by a glimpse of offenseless chanting of the holy name. Text 196. Bhakti Sukha Age Backquotes Bhakti Atitakahaya Ativa Bhaktagana Backquotes Bhakti Nathilaya. Translation. For a devotee who enjoys the transcendental bliss of devotional service, liberation is most insignificant. Therefore pure devotees never desire to achieve liberation. Text 197. Translation. Backquote my dear Lord, O Master of the Universe, since I have directly seen you, my transcendental bliss has taken the shape of a great ocean. Being situated in that ocean, I now realize all other so-called happiness, including even Brahmananda, to be like the water contained in the hoof print of a calf. PURPORT This verse is quoted from the Hari Bhakti Siddhadeya, 14.36. Text 198. Viprakeh, Translation Gopala Kakravarti said, If one is not liberated by Namadhasa, then you may be certain that I shall cut off your nose. Text 199. Hiridasa Kahina, Translation. Then Hiridasa Fakura accepted the challenge offered by Gopala Kakravarti. If my Namadhasa liberation is not available, he said, Certainly I shall cut off my nose. Text 200. Sunni Sabha Sabhath Kariha Hakara Majamadara Sevi Vipur Translation. All the members of the assembly who had heard the challenge were greatly agitated, and they got up, making a tumultuous sound. Hiraniya and Gavardhana Majamadara both immediately chastised the Brahmana tax collector. Text 201. Bale Piranhitatir Kerala Bertsanagadukatiya Murkhatuni Bhakti Kanhajana. Translation. The priest named Balarabhakarai chastised Gopala Kakravarti. You are a foolish logician, he said, what do you know about the devotional service of the Lord? PURPORT The philosophy enunciated by the Mayavidus is called Madhukatiya philosophy. According to this philosophy, everything is one, everything is earth, and therefore anything made of earth, such as different pots, is also the same earth. 
such philosophers see no distinction between a pot made of earth and the earth itself. Since Gopala Kakravarti was a Gadukatiya logician, a gross materialist, what could he understand about the transcendental devotional service of the Lord? Text 202. Kalayana. Translation. You have insulted Hiridasafakura. Thus there will be a dangerous position, for you. You should not expect anything auspicious. Text 203. Translation. Then Hiridasafakura got up to leave, and the Majumadaras, the masters of Gopalakakravarti, immediately dismissed Gopalakakravarti from their service. Text 204. Sabhasahai Teradasara Padalakarin Hiridasahasi Kahmadhira Vakane. Translation. With all the members of the assembly, the two Majumadaras fell at the lotus feet of Hiridasafakura. Hiridasafakura was smiling, however, and he spoke in a sweet voice. Text 205. Toma Sabara Dosan Madhi, Iyajna Brahmana Tara Dosan Madhi, Tara Translation. None of you are at fault, he sobbed. Indeed, even this ignorant so-called Brahmana is not at fault, for he is accustomed to dry speculation and logic. Text 206. Translation. One cannot understand the glories of the holy name simply by logic and argument. Therefore this man cannot possibly understand the glories of the holy name. Text 207. Yasadera, Krasnakaruna Kusila Sabara Amara Sambamhadakhanarayuka Translation. All of you may now go to your homes. May Lord Krishna bestow his blessings upon you all. Do not be sorry because of my being insulted. Purport. From this statement by Hiridasafakura, it is understood that a pure Vaisnava never takes anyone's insults seriously. This is the teaching of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Trinad Apisuna Sinatar or Apisahisnuna Amanina Mamadina Kirtanaya Sadahara One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. One should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer all respects to others. In such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. A Vaisnava is always tolerant and submissive like trees and grass. He tolerates insults offered by others, for he is simply interested in chanting the holy name of the Lord without being disturbed. Text 208. Translation. Then Hiraniyadasamajumadara returned to his home and ordered that Gopalakakravarti not be admitted therein. Text 209. Tina did not get her Sevipura back quote Kusthahela at the Akanasataragalaya Padala. Translation. Within three days that Brahmana was attacked by leprosy, and as a result his highly raised nose melted away and fell off. Text 210. Kampakakali Sama has to padanguli Kankadahila Saba, Kusthjalagali. Translation. The Brahmana's toes and fingers were beautiful like golden-colored kampika buds, but because of leprosy they all withered and gradually melted away. Text 211. Dikyaya Translation. Seeing the condition of Gopalakakravarti, everyone was astonished. Everyone praised the influence of Hiridasafakura and offered him obeisances. Text 212. Udiapi Hiridasa Vipura Dosanalila Tathapi Isbura Terfella Translation. Although Hiridasafakura, as a Vaisnava, did not take seriously the Brahmana's offense, the Supreme Personality of Godhead could not tolerate it, and thus he made the Brahmana suffer the consequences. Text 213. Bhaktas Vadhava, Ajnadosak Samakar Krishnas Translation. A characteristic of a pure devotee is that he excuses any offense by an ignorant rascal. The characteristic of Krishna, however, is that he cannot tolerate blasphemy of his devotees. PURPORT Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu taught, Trinad Apisuna Sinatar or Apisahisnuna Amanina Mamadina Kirtanaya Sadaharaha Vaisnava strictly follows this principle of being humbler than the grass and more tolerant than a tree, expecting no honor from others but offering honor to everyone. In this way, a Vaisnava is simply interested in chanting about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and glorifying Him. 
Hiridasafakurite epitomized this foremost order of Vaisnavism. Krishna cannot tolerate any insults or blasphemy against a Vaisnava. For example, Pralada Maharaja was chastised by his father, Hiranyakasipu, in so many ways, but although Pralada tolerated this, Krishna did not. The Lord therefore came in the form of Nrasimhadeva to kill Hiranyakasipu. Similarly, although Sri